When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about the events on Capitol Hill. We're going to talk about what they were and why many Americans do not want to use the very correct descriptive term for what they were. Because there is the idea in the United States that it can't happen here. But it can, and it almost did. So, not to put too fine a point on it, what occurred on Capitol Hill was an attempted coup. You look at the intent of those people who who engaged in it. They said it on live stream and in videos. It's a revolution. It's not. We're here to make sure Trump gets his second term. Trump is still your president. Their intent was very clear. They were to disrupt the transfer of power. That's what it was about. A revolution, there's a bunch of difference between a revolution and a coup, but to keep it simple in conversation, a revolution is about an idea, a change of societal order. A coup is about a person and changing the head of state. That's the difference. And the goal was to change the head of state from Biden back to Trump. It was an attempted coup. It failed, yes. We talked about it. We knew it was going to. For those who watched that series of videos, what happened? That was the chaos. I said Trump could cause chaos. He couldn't succeed. That was the chaos. But... The idea that it can't happen here at all, that's false. It failed because it's Trump. A successful coup needs certain things. Things that Trump is incapable of providing. Most importantly, support of the military. Had this attempt had support of the military, it would have been much, much worse. That may be strong motivation to stay politically engaged because the next Trump may be able to get support of the military. If we keep walking down the road of authoritarianism on a long enough timeline, somebody will attempt it who can get their support. It's a resilient system, but it's not perfect. It can be manipulated. It withstood this onslaught from Trump. But it's not invulnerable. So, what can we do as Americans to make sure that this doesn't happen again? First, acknowledge what it was. Don't downplay it. Don't turn it into, oh, boys will be boys type of things. It was an attempted coup. 
understand how close we are to the abyss of authoritarianism because as soon as a coup succeeds, that becomes the normal method of transferring power. And it's just all downhill from there. The next thing is to hold those responsible accountable. Now, when I say that, I mean those at the top. Those who fostered the environment that allowed that idea to flourish. The FBI's open investigations, it appears to me that they're going to be focusing on what amounts to middle management. Those who were on the ground the day of and directed events on scene. Historically, that's not an incredibly effective strategy. Those at the top can always get new middle management. It doesn't really act as a deterrent. The next thing is to become anti-authoritarian. Now, if you're watching this channel and you watch it frequently and you enjoy this channel, this isn't going to be an issue for you. You probably already are or at least have anti-authoritarian tendencies. But we have to make it the societal norm. Remember, to change society, you don't have to change the law. You have to change thought. We have to create an environment in which being anti-authoritarian is a prerequisite to being patriotic, to being a good American. And not just for your in-group, but for everybody. Nobody should suffer under the boot of authoritarianism. That's got to be a goal. We have to make it the norm for people to reject authoritarian measures from the government. The last thing is the removal of President Trump via the 25th Amendment, impeachment, resignation. It doesn't matter. He has to go. He has proven himself too erratic to hold the levers of power. Sadly, there's nothing we can do about that. That's up to the representatives. That's up to other politicians. Holding them accountable. Maybe law enforcement will do it. If not, it's up to us at the ballot box. In the meantime, we have to set the tone that embracing authoritarianism is, is wrong. It's un-American. It always has been. And we have to walk back from that edge because right now we are close. And I know that yesterday scared a lot of people. And it was unnerving to a lot of people. If we don't walk back, if we don't step back from this edge, we're going to see it more and more often. The first step towards walking back is acknowledging what this was. It was an attempted coup. It can't be spun any other way. It was an attempt to change the head of state by a small group of people using force. It was an attempted coup. It failed spectacularly. But that doesn't mean the risk is gone. There will be another ambitious person like Trump. And as resilient as the American system has proven, more so than I thought it would be, it's not invulnerable. 
it's up to the average citizen to make being anti-authoritarian the norm. For those who propose militarizing the police and militant action against the citizens by the government, for those who propose that and advocate that, that has to be outside the norm. We have to support each other. We need to seek equality and freedom, not oppression. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.